let's just go over a few of Chanel's price increases over the years. For the Chanel Medium Classic Double Flap, 1995, she was $250. If you had a great grandma who bought Chanel then, girl, you are lucky. I wish I was you. Oh, my God. Are there any of you out there? Are there any of you that your great grandma was a huge Chanel fan in the 50s and 60s and 70s and has handed down to you all of the Chanel double flaps she bought? That would be legendary. Does anybody know of a person like that? Because, listen, I want to meet you. Come on the podcast. We'll have a chit chat about it. I feel like that would be so much fun to discuss. And just to look at the bags. Oh, my God. Okay, y'all. Okay, y'all. Welcome back to the Luxury Investment Podcast. I am your host, Carter. If you are new here, thank you so much for clicking on this video or listening everywhere podcasts are available. I talk all things luxury investments and how to make your closet into an investment portfolio. So if that is a bit of you, stick around. This is episode 11, and it is going to be a doozy. This is going to be a conversation starter. I cannot wait to listen to you guys' insight in the comments because it's all about Chanel price increases. Let's talk about it. Is it inflation? Is it cost of materials? Is it cost of goods? Is it simply business strategy? We are going to get into all of the details and the gossip today on this podcast. Get ready. Okay, let's just go over a few of Chanel's price increases over the years. For the Chanel Medium Classic Double Flap, 1995, she was $250. If you had a great grandma who bought Chanel then, girl, you are lucky. I wish I was you. Oh, my God. Are there any of you out there? Are there any of you that your great grandma was a huge Chanel fan in the 50s and 60s and 70s and has handed down to you all of the Chanel double flaps she bought? That would be legendary. Does anybody know of a person like that? Because, listen, I want to meet you. Come on the podcast. We'll have a chit chat about it. I feel like that would be so much fun to discuss. And just to look at the bags. Oh, my God. But shortly after that, of course, price increases did happen. Let's go to 1990. In 1990, $1,150 for the Chanel double flap in size medium. In 2010, $2,850. 2016, $4,900. $2017, $5,900. But now... Now we come to 2021. Whoo, the black hole in all of our lives where the double flap increased three times in one year. Yeah, three times. January, $6,850. May, $7,800. And November, $8,800 plus the tax, girl. And that is where it is still at today. That's a lot of price increases. So let's get into it. Why has Chanel price increased so many times throughout the year at such a multiplied rate? Is it inflation? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> the price increases are pretty much double inflation every single year. There is no way inflation alone can really be justified. Is it due to the rise in material and labor? That's a fan favorite. A lot of people say yes. 
I say absolutely not. Literally no chance. Because it's no secret that Chanel has not gone up in quality throughout the years. Since its vintage days, it's only decreased. There used to be 24 karat gold hardware. Now there isn't. There used to be much thicker leathers on the lambskin bags, which is now infamously fragile. Quality is at an all-time low. So can we really justify it being only materials and labor? On the labor front, I can't understand that. But on the material front, it's not like they're upping their material cost to maintain quality. They've only been decreasing it. So I think, no, that can't be really justified either. Are all the Chanel price increases simply business strategy? And this is one that tickles my fancy the most because I'm a bit of a business strategy buff and I love watching how large corporations strategize long-term. And this is particularly interesting to me because of a few things they've done throughout the last couple years. In particular, June 7th, 2022, Chanel officially launched the quota system, which is you cannot buy more than two Chanel classic bags per year. Very, very interesting because Chanel has said publicly it's not that they don't want to manufacture. It's just that the demand has consistently outweighed their forecast. Now, do we believe them? Is Chanel price increases simply due to a bag shortage because demand is so high? Or is this all business strategy and they're just leveraging their brand positioning because maybe they're planning their debut on the stock exchange? As of now, they're still privately owned, but the rumors are circulating. I personally don't think Chanel is interested in giving up their financials to get into the stock exchange, and I don't think they need to. I think Chanel is simply just trying to build scarcity. They're looking at their strategy long-term and they know their main value comes from their brand morale and longevity throughout the years. So I leave the question up to you. Is Chanel increasing their prices so often and introducing quotas because there's simply not enough bags to go around? And the more the increase in price, they will offset this issue that they're having in their back end. Less people will be able to buy the bags and they'll be able to catch up in manufacturing. Or is this just long-term business strategy that says if we increase our prices so much, it will automatically produce scarcity and increase the asset value to our customers, meaning they want to continue buying because they know their money is safe in this product. Let me know in the comments below. I'm really curious to see your answers. I will tell you what I think, though. I think there is a big tell sign that a lot of people are missing, and I want to go over. 2021. 2021, Chanel price increased in the middle of a pandemic three times that year. Now, that is very tone deaf. And I was surprised Chanel took that position. But I think it does tell us something. I think they're price increasing because they know their target market wouldn't necessarily be as affected by the pandemic. And if they can keep their brand exclusive, then they will keep that target market long term. The second a brand gets too accessible, it decreases in value, especially to that niche. And I think Chanel knows that. And this was an opportunity for them to add a lot of value to the niche customer by making them so hard to get. Now, was it killing two birds with one stone? Because if they are truly behind on manufacturing, the price increases will allow them to catch up. Maybe, but only their strategy team really knows. The big question is though, is Chanel trying to be Hermes? That was the biggest uproar comparison when Chanel introduced the two bag quota every year because of course, Hermes has the same quota. If you don't already know, you cannot buy an Hermes bag in store. You have to get offered one and you can only be offered two quota bags a year. That is the Hermes game. And thus the question, is Chanel just trying to be Hermes? Now, I find the Hermes business strategy over the last five years very interesting. Hermes has not decreased their quality and they have not increased their prices significantly 
at all, anywhere near as many times as Chanel. And of course, every time Chanel has a huge price increase and gets closer and closer to that Birkin and Kelly price, you have a new group of people that says, oh, I'm never gonna buy Chanel again. They're too close to Hermes. They're never gonna be Hermes. I'm only gonna buy Birkins and Kelly's from now on. Now, is Hermes doing this on purpose because they're letting Chanel take the heat? And by comparison, they seem like the good guy? Another interesting question. But perhaps the biggest question is, can Chanel truly sustain the lower quality bags and heightened price increases when the comparison is so opposite? Because if their quality continues to go down and their prices continue to go up, will people just eventually get sick of it and truly find another brand to buy from? Will all the price increases eventually cause a big crash in the market because they've lost so much morale with their true customer base? Because they're sick and tired of their items breaking or the lack of quality control, taking it to a head pivot point where they just lose a bunch of customers. Usually in cases like this, it does take one big mess up that really puts everybody over the edge. Right now, I feel like we have very much tensions rising, right? You have more and more people in the category that they're getting tired of buying Chanel at retail and it's just going to take one major it bag being horribly flawed to send everybody over the edge. Is that possible? I'll tell you what I think. I think no, not how the game is being played right now. Hermes positioning has always been the game, right? You have to buy so many things with an essay for that essay to even have the ability to offer you a quota bag. The Birkin, the Kelly, the Constance. And that in itself turns off a lot of people. You can still right now walk into Chanel and buy a quota bag right away with no buying history. You just can't do it more than two times a year. But Chanel will let you drop that $8,800 plus tax and get your very own Chanel bag. Hermes is a completely different game. You might get lucky, you might not. The lines are blurred. Sometimes you spend the exact amount of a bag and then you're automatically offered. Sometimes you're spending three times the amount of a bag on other items you don't even necessarily want and you're still not getting offered. It is very much a shrouded game. And I think that accompanied with the fact that Hermes doesn't have a very significant logo also negates enough people that they're really targeting two different audiences. Now, of course, Chanel is also going after the same audience as Hermes, but I think that there's enough differentiation in their core audiences that as it sets right now, I don't think that's possible. I think there's enough people that hate the Hermes game that will always favor Chanel because of it. And on the opposite, I think there's enough people that don't really love Chanel that much and love the exclusivity that Hermes offers that they'll probably just continue to stick to Hermes. But if Chanel continues on this track and makes some of their bags extremely hard to get, guess what? They're going to get those scarcity-seeking customers because in that niche, scarcity is king. But again, I'll leave that debate up to you. I'm super curious to hear your thoughts down in the comments. That's all the debate I have for you today. While you're down there, pretty please rate this podcast though because it very much helps out a brand new podcast like mine. And if you are video inclined, I do also upload all of these episodes to my YouTube channel and come find me on Instagram at Currently Carter so we can continue this big debate and chat all together. And I will see you guys in my next one. There used to be much thicker leathers. There used to be much thicker leather. Oh my God, stop. They're <laughs> infamously fragile. Infamous. No, <laughs> infamous. Infamous. There's no L. There's literally no L in that word. <laughs> infamous. Infamously. There it is. There it is. You got it now. Ha <laughs> ha.